Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hello. 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 I just have one song. Okay. That really gave me life when I heard it at Starbucks today. Mm-hmm. And then I had to come home and it actually changed the whole trajectory of my day. Okay. Is this Erasure? Yes. Yes. Oh my god, this album is so good.
the Macarena. That laugh. Is <laughs> that the Macarena? Baby, I can do that. Oh my god, what I've a loved good. this song for years. And you forgot about it? And I forgot about it, but every once in a while I remember it. And then it also reminded me of Rules of Attraction when they play this song. I think it's when the that actor, Jay, what's-his-face, is like overdosing. Like, he's like, I'm oh. overdosed, I'm going to die. And they're like, the gays are taking him into the ER. Yeah. It's iconic. Oh, and then I, I think I also... And the doctor's like, he's dead. Erasure he at the very end. Yeah. We'll, we'll be, be together, together again. again. I'll be I'm looking for the round time. We're gonna be, we're gonna be together, together. again. And Yaz has a female front, a front woman, and Erasure are two gay guys. Yeah, that movie and book both incredible. The movie is truly impeccable. The war paint singer like cutting her wrists in the bathtub. Yeah. Right? Jenny, is it is Teresa? It What's her real name? In the URL? Teresa, um, something. Shannon Sossman's sister, or was like, it the other girl? The like the lead singer. Also, Shannon, miss her. Oh, we miss her like about hell. Her. Want her back? She was like, would like my tweets because she followed me, and like once in a while I would get a, a Sossman like, and I'd be <gasps> like, that's all the validation like, you need in this, in this cruel world. And then she left Twitter because she's smart. Yeah. So. She'll pop up on Insta every once in a while, but not nearly enough for my liking. And I would love to see her on the silver screen or. Is there a son's name like pilot or something or like airplane? Something like that. Yeah. Love that for her. But yeah. Love that song that really revived the hell out of me. Do, 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 do. There's a whole like episode of the Americans where the Yaz album comes out and like this young person's playing it on a boom box and mm-hmm. she's like you have to listen to this really julia what's her name gardner mm-hmm. she's like, in the americans yeah she has like a what recurring isn't she in she's in everything she literally be- just was in every single show yeah she prestige was like a, tv she's a recurring character on the americans but she like she's to matthew rich she's like you have to hear this new album i'm obsessed with it and they're like smoking weed listening to do 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 and Something in the So good. All I needed was someone who Um What else has happened this week? What else has happened? Well, that Yashar Oof, guys, article came out. I wanna now I feel like I can freely talk about what a ghoul I think that man is because I feel <laughs> because he it's is... been like seen. You're not just like Cra- being not... gaslit by the world. I feel like I was being gaslit by like all these ce- like mostly white celebrities who were like we're just probably terrified of getting taken out. But let's contextualize for people. Do people care that aren't in like L.A. or New York or San Francisco? Probably not. But I'm gonna tell them anyway. Well, yeah, but then say like we'll contextualize yeah. for the people. So basically, like, there's this journalist, some, pro, I don't even, quote-unquote journalist. Unquote, he's like a, a generous term. He's for... like a Twitter news personality, aka, like, I don't even know what he is. 
he's I just think like a, he's just a hater. He's, <laughs> he's this guy, and no one really knows. There's not much. Like, one day I just looked on Twitter, and this person with, like, a million followers just, like, was being talking to, like, Jake Tapper and, like, Sarah Silverman and all these people who are, like, obsessed with him. I thought he's been, like, a longtime Twitter personality, and I just thought for years, literally up until a day ago, that he was, like, a young 25-year-old, like, TV comedy writer. Nope. Who just had, like, a massive Twitter post. I did not know anything about him. And then I was like, boy, was I wrong. Well, so this expo- But I had unfollowed him a long time ago because it was too chaotic and, like, yeah. too... He, he's basically this, like, super prolific Twitter personality that somehow has all this gossip. He has sources. He's, like, BFF with Chrissy Teigen. He knows everything. The first he, red flag. Yeah, first red flag. He was friends with Anthony Bourdain, RIP. He's obsessed with elephants and he just tweets all day. He has like a ton of political power. Well, yeah. So he has all these political connections. He's like a CNN, like has had him on. He's like this, I don't know. He's just like a man of all trades. And he would be like, he would always be like, this news is about to drop about the Trump family. He always had this scoop before anyone. Yeah. He has sources like in basically in the Pentagon and this. And he's also, but he's also like extremely obnoxious. He's arrogant. He, you know, he's threatened people. He's like, and he's like, he's just like a venge. He just has like a vengeful, vindictive vibe that I wasn't like, my love and light vibe was not vibing with his vibe. Well, he makes, and like everyone, you felt pressure to follow him and everyone, he just like every day, like every 10 minutes, you'd see one of his tweets in your timeline and you'd just be like, um, people would just be retweeting him and like, and talking about him or engaging with him and it was i was just like who is this person and the thing that really and he would whenever there was a tragedy he would somehow make it about himself he's like one of those people and like i my threshold was when kobe and his daughter died Mm -hmm. and he was tweeting like he was like i wonder what Gigi bryant was thinking as the plane as the helicopter was crashing to the earth like how scared she must have been what were her final thoughts like live tweeting almost like I was like, this is, and so I unfollowed him and I, I was like, I tweeted at him and I was like, this is sick. Like, you need to stop. Like, this is, you're now, t- you're taking this to a place of like, you're fan- writing like fanfic. Yeah. Like morbid, like morbid fanfic. Fucking gravedigger. Um, so, and I've like actively like questioned him. And I feel like it's like only, I've never really, I've only seen a few people. And then I think as, especially quarantine was going on, he started going wild and he's aligned himself. So anyway, long story short, I heard whiffs and rumors that a expose about him was coming for a few weeks now. Oh, wow. So I was like waiting. It was like the Caroline piece, Caroline mm-hmm. Calloway piece. I didn't even know that that was happening. I got some, some gays told me about. You got the, you got the inside. I did. You yashard, yashard. I yashard, yashar. Um. And it came out in LA Mag yesterday. It was basically just like describing his ascent. Who is he? What was his background? He's like, he was an aide to Gavin Newsom. He just like basically Tom Ripley'd his way into like power. Yeah. It was fascinating because I have, I have a respect for the kind of people that can do that because I'm so yeah. much to my own detriment, not that kind of person. But, like, I did not know how deeply he was embedded and enmeshed into 
the government and like politics and the getty family yeah so all this weird stuff came out that apparently he like has he just kind of lives he's like a cato kalen type for like celebs like he lives off for wealthy people and like well-connected people like he lives with the gettys for a while his true background they know that he's iranian he's from chicago he's from chicago shout out chicago we love chicago we love chicago he's catholic he's catholic and he's gay he's gay he loves elephants and he's obsessed with elephants so which like Fair enough. Yeah, they're cool. They're like aliens. Um, um but, but he also has like multiple tax liens against him and then has like lived rent free with a horde or like at least two notable, like very wealthy women and like he just is kind of like a grifter scammer. He lived but then rules I think he rules the culture with fear. He does. And he when Kathy Griffith got Griffin, sorry, got canceled for the fucking donald trump head photo like everyone turned on her which is insane to remember that and was she wrong no (laughs) who cares who gives a shit she kathy griffin got basically exiled by hollywood as we all know for her like decapitated donald trump picture and all the gays turned their back on her all the all the notable like gays in in all her gay friends and supporters. Like Anderson Cooper, Andy Cohen, they all turned their backs. She was fired from everything. Yeah. And Yashar came in and was like, I'm going to help you rehabilitate your career. I'll be, and he kind of became her, kind of like a Svengali type, it sounds like. And was like, I'm going to be your PR person. I know people in high places. I'll reconnect you. Can I live with you? And so she was like, sure. So he lived with her for almost a year. And... This article alleges that she became like uncomfortable at some point because she was like, he was going to write some redemptive piece for her because he's a quote unquote journalist. And he did eventually, didn't he? I don't know what he did, but he, it was supposed to be the, but he's like, but I will also live with you and live <laughs> with you for free. So Kathy Griffin had this guy and then Joan Walsh came to interview her, the, the journalist. Mm-hmm. And apparently she pulled Kathy Griffin inside and went, Kathy, you've got yourself a grifter. You got to get him out of here. You got to get him out of here. So Kathy had basically was afraid to ask him to leave because that's because she was worried that it would. Vengeance. So and apparently the article, this L.A. Mag article alleges that he gets close to people in power and then will like betray them and expose them. And some of the people do deserve to be exposed. But Mm -hmm. like he exposed. But it's also like. He gets close to you and then uses all your information against you. And the article pointed out like that his attacks are not from it's like from a very place of like black and white where no nuances it's just like heroes and villains and like he's painted himself as like this crusader heroic guy i mean it's a it's a really fascinating and like well thought out grift that he's pulling that really can only be done in this specific era that we're in right now. Totally. And listen, I have to say, I always have respect for people who like scam like white celebrities. So like <laughs> power, power to him for that. I, what? I mean, come on. No, I love that. I mean, rich people getting scammed. It's like, okay, well you're, I love loaning, I guess Rosetta Getty or not Rosetta Ari- Getty. Arenade Getty. One of the Getty ladies. One of the sisters of the guy who got kidnapped. One of a, a, a Getty. Um, the one who's, whose child is Nats Getty, who's married to Gigi Gorgeous. Love. Love. Lent him, I guess, like something to the tune of 176 grand, which I'm like, 
mm, that's on you, babe. Like, that's not a loan. Yeah. Like, you're now giving a person, like, a huge chunk of money. If you have no parameters around yeah. a loan or whatever, like. Yeah, but he's not. But it's like, he's lame. So it doesn't, it's not fun. You know what I mean? Like, Anna Delvey, like, there's something kind of fun about, like... It's I mean, entertaining, and she's not... I think the problem that I've had with him and other people that position themselves like this on social media in particular is, like, assuming this moral high ground yes. over everyone around them, That's and they are is. suddenly the arbiter of what's right and wrong. And, and like, Mark Duplass and, like, Sarah Silverman are like, we love you. Well, you ha- I feel like most celebrities that interact with him are probably doing it from a place of raw fear. Well, and then there's this incredibly chilling moment in the article where like Jake Tapper, Maggie Haberman, like all these like well-respected famous journalists, the the author asked them, "How do you know Yashar?" and none of them remembered how they I know, met. How him. does someone do that? And like Jake Tapper says like, "I guess he's it always I guess I don't really remember, but it seems like he's always been in my life." They were like one day it was just like we were friends. That's power. That's some like Pied Piper shit. Yeah. Rumpelstiltskin. I would love a mini series or a movie. Oh, I was like, when does Shondaland buy the rights to this? Yeah. Gishar, sell the rights. Sell the damn rights. It's a chilling and then article. Pay your taxes. Maybe pay that Getty lady back or don't. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but Kathy, I felt bad for Kath because she was in a really vulnerable place. Kathy can't catch a break and from I, the gays. Yeah. And so it's just, it's a really. And it's scary. What scares me personally is that I've like openly talked shit about him and he still follows me and will retweet me once in a while, Love which that. is psychotic. And I've heard from other people that he does it to them too. Huh. That's, that's a power move. And the scariest part about this was he keeps a spreadsheet of famous people. That, that are he, like his references. Yeah. That have good things to say about him. <laughs> I'm just like. It's really, honestly, it's Chrissy Teigen. She foisted him upon us. She actually did. I feel like that's how he came into my realm or just like other people. That's truly, I was like, oh, he's a comedian. It's like Jake Tapper, Chrissy Teigen, and like. I had no, I just had no idea the, the, the reach and the grasp that he truly had. And like, it's scary and weird but i'm also here for it from like a bystander's perspective of like just culturally this is a wild thing to happen it's very joyce carol oates Mm -hmm. um i just have to say one more thing so darkness trigger warning um for the past two weeks apparently he's been tweeting like that he's been having ideation about like oh suicidal ideation yeah or just not wanting to wake up and you know, I empathize with anyone who struggles with like that because, like, I've had moments like that. I have, you know, I'm on, I have mental health problems. So, like, I get it. But I don't know. It, it's leading up to this article, and there's like kind of a, I'm not trying to like, look, I don't ever want to like accuse someone of not being valid in what they feel. But just knowing how savvy he is, like he's he's this a, geni- is a person who he's has... a genius social media person. Yeah. So I, you have to wonder if like some of this is kind of a strategy to distract from 
this expose. And that is someone's entire livelihood and career and the reason they are where they are. I think that that's an absolutely fair line to draw. I don't know. I mean, isn't or that... parallel. I was thinking about that too. I was like, well, great timing. When I mean, co- I'm sure I would not be happy if like a hit piece was... But it also was kind of like... It was like a... It wasn't like a hit piece. It was, it was more of a spooky... It was just kind of like this is what we know about this person and this is what they've accomplished and we don't know much, but here's what we do know. And it was intriguing and it was like a mystery. The article opens with him crying about an elephant, which I was like, um, that's very Tony Soprano of him to get like deep, like, but like celebrities, sociopaths who have like an, extra amount of compassion for babies and, and animals that's like the marker of a socio i've got my eye on you i'm keeping my eye on him but like Lindsay celebrities says. tweeting him like like he's like i don't want to wake up tomorrow and then like a celebrity will tweet him I'm like an, join the club babe uh, but i'm like but also like a celebrity will tweet like the woman who played marcia brady tweets maureen mccluskey is that her name because whatever Ma- maureen mccormick tweets an elephant emoji at him i'm like what's that gonna do should cons- my question is like okay again guys i'm not trying to trivial like i have depression i've wanted to kill myself before i'm not like invalidating but this if you don't know the context i'm probably gonna sound bad but actually i don't give a shit my whole thing is like if someone is tweeting with that much of a prolific and prominent following it is so notable and they're tweeting re- kind of daily just it's too much. All day. Extreme onlineness to the nth. But degree. it's also like, is someone gonna do something? Like, I would if my I was doing that, I think my friend like you and my friends would like fifty one fifty me. But I think people and like Simon this would... don't really have friends. Like I think people that have an Excel document of the celebrities that can like vouch for them, right. I would not be shocked if that same type of person doesn't actually have like real meaningful relationships and friendships. Right. And I think, you know, you don't want to like, obviously I'm like, let's avoid calling, let's if, avoid calling the authorities at any cost. In you know this what? Day. But like if someone is tweeting day in and day out and you're a celebrity just tweeting like a, an elephant emoji at them, maybe instead like be like, Hey, do you, do you need us to like call help? 5150 him. That's, I'm just like, so that's what makes me feel like it's like, it's weird that everyone's just letting him. I think you just, he's a person you have to just let him wild. Some people you're just like, live and let live. Live And and like, you don't want to ruffle their feathers. But that profile actually really reminded me of like, I think it was a New York Times profile of Perez Hilton when he was in like his heyday. And it was so sad. And like. Deeply depressing. It was just like this guy has all this money. Yeah. It seemed like he was a very lonely, hateful person who just like binge ate pasta room service all the time. And I was just like, damn, that's like a sad fucking life. Pasta room service sounds good though. I know. I mean, I would do it too. I'm a stranger (laughs) to a binge, a Postmates binge, you know, multiple times a week. I get it's sad, but it's like. But I'm like, these types of people that are like extra online. It's like you don't have like real relationship. That is your relationship with the world is through your computer or your social media 
Yeah, I guess I'm maybe I'm cynical, but like people tweeting instead of tweeting like, thank you for being so brave telling it's like, yes, it's good to talk about mental health. And I think we should all there's no shame and stigma and talking about like, I'm depressed right now. I've seen it. I've I've reached out to like, there's I'm not that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying like, if you're if this person has been doing this for two weeks straight and leading up to a very salacious article about them. And the only thing you're saying is like, wow, thank you so much with like elephant emojis. I'm just like, you're not doing anything to help this person. I know, but I don't think it's really about getting help. I think it's about diversion and also the attention economy and the show of it all. I just think it's like... And it's existing. Like this plays out on social media all the time where you get like as a viewer of all of that it's like you get the theatrics of i want to die i want to kill myself and then like from like some rando and then they get the validation of like every celebrity that knows of them or has followed them or whatever being like we care about you and so they not only get that validation, but then everyone that follows him sees like, oh my God, like all these people care. So they're more intrigued. And it is like a reality show, it's but it's, a- not a satis- it's not satisfying to me as like a viewer. Like no, I'd rather, like, yeah, because it's presented also as being totally real and authentic. And I'm like, that's not how real and authentic people care for each other. This is a fake this and it's not even reality in the sense that like on a reality show you get to see that and then have that opinion and like laugh about it or make fun of it it's like this is presented as absolute diehard reality and you're either with it or against it and if you take a position against it then you can also be punished or if you're just if you're just not if you don't if you don't really feel any way about it and you're just mm-hmm. kind of like i don't fully trust this person's presence I'm not trying to invalidate them, but I have like, I'm a little like, I don't really want to engage in this. It gives me bad feelings, then, so I'm going to disengage. Then you could be labeled as like a hater. <laughs> or like a racist or something. Or, and just, it's just... or just like not sensitive to like mental health when it's like, no, I struggle with it. And look, I think if you need to talk about it, I think it's, to- I have talked about it on social media about like my addiction. Like I'm not saying don't talk about your struggles. And I think it's good to like, for people to see that, People deal with this. People in every walk of life deals with mental health issues. I think that's totally fine and, and like good to talk about it. But the way he's been doing it, it just it's like, hey, maybe put down your phone and go get help. Yeah, go to therapy. It's been going on for two weeks and no one seems to be doing anything about it except making themselves look good. Like being like, we love you and we love elephants. That's it's fucking like, creepy. Hey, maybe call and ha- call this person and be like, hey, are you okay? Do you need us to come over and sit with you? Or like, do you need us to call? Like, I'm just like, someone help this person. If, if he is actually valid, like if he is saying he's feeling this way, it's, and it just makes, that's what it makes it all just seem so hollow to me and like not authentic. Cause I'm like, what are you actually doing for this person other than like enabling this? Cry for help behavior. Yeah. And it's like, which is less about like, I think actually like wanting to die and more about just like wanting attention and validation and diversion perhaps yeah and, but it's i'm not saying guys and again no, i'm trying to be really know. careful people know i know i don't I just think want to reiterate is, like, that if you need help reach out and do not keep it to yourself and if you're feeling like have you're having like intrusive thinking about like 
wanting to hurt your like obviously like reach out to help no matter what with a friend your sig other your family or just like a professional like i'm not saying keep it inside i'm just saying like if it's been going on for two weeks and this person has a crazy article about them coming out about how they're possibly a con person and how they grifted people like it makes you wonder and you know when a con person is being backed into a corner they will do this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. it's you've seen it happen before i don't know i mean caroline calloway when that but the thing with that was funny with her not funny but that, that was so radical with her is she was doing a countdown to when the article came out. She and kind she of like, gamed it ultimately. She's and like, like, here it comes. Has honestly <laughs> bounced back, I would say, entirely from that whole thing or made it work to the best of her abilities and yeah, best it's just, financial way to, like, for her to handle it. But I yeah. think that she is more like... I don't think that she ever was like a scammer, quote unquote. I just think she was like a lost girl who was like very online Mm -hmm. and like a good storyteller and wanted to just be like a woman of note. I think this person is just wants power. This is like truly like a scammer, a social climber. Lauren Santa Domingo tweeted at him. (laughs) Anyway. It's just, it's interesting. Read about it. It's called The Curious Case of Yashara Lee. It's, it's in, fascinating. It's in the it's LA also, Mag. Yeah. In the LA Mag. In the LA Mag. It's interesting to see who aligns themselves with him. Because I'm just like, mm, honey. There's a lot of grifters out there. There's a lot of people who, who grift in the, under the guise of like moral righteousness. And like, I think and there's like a lot. social justice. And there's a lot of people who are legitimately doing good things and using their platform for like good. And I, they do, you know, I, I can only commend them, but the, from what I've seen and what I've seen him do to other people, like not, he hasn't done anything to me, but what I've seen him, he's like Machiavelli, but Machiavellian. Yeah. Machiavelli. I just don't, I don't have <laughs> trust for people like that. Anyway, it's interesting. Just read about it. Weigh in. If you hate what I said, don't message me about it. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, keep it to yourself. Because I can't handle it. Please, for the love of God. Please, fucking, for the love of God. <laughs> if, you, if you don't like... If you don't like it, get a pen. Open up your journal. Do a God box. Do a free write. Free do- write it all in your journal. Write pages and pages and purge those feelings out. And then close your journal and move on with your life. Do a God box, put whatever you don't like into a God box and let God take care of it. But please, what do you do with the God box? It's like you put things that you're like, you want God to lift from you Mm -hmm. or anything really. And you put it, it's like, it's like like the equivalent of like writing a letter and then burning it, Mm -hmm. letting that watching as the ashes just fly off into the sky. Yeah. I don't want any comments or anything. Switching from. One drama to the other. One uh, scammer to the next. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Unique Podcast. Beverly, Beverly Hells Angels. Angels.
were still in Tahoe, which thank fucking God, take me there. I know that boat cruise. All I want to do, actually, I <sighs> did by this point. We've spent so much time in Tahoe that I'm now vacationing via osmosis with these women and felt a sense of peace wash over me at just the beauty of nature. That coffee the shop they went to with that silver haired barista. I she was, was like, literally serving. thrilled to have customers. She was. A. She was like, you know, like she sent a text to like her son and she was like, well, we're back. Like, (laughs) like getting like back in business after a long pandemic where she like couldn't serve customers their lattes. And then like the Housewives of Beverly Hills filmed at her establishment. Like she she set a pine cone out on that table. She she said, well, I guess we're back. I guess we're back. She was not, she was not literally serving them, but she was serving. Mm -hmm. She was serving Tahoe rustic. Business owner. Business owner. Small business owner. Gorgeous, silver-haired coffee Queen barista. Queen of pinecone centerpieces. Queen of the centerpieces. <laughs> oh, my God. That just that, like, leafy grove they were in. Leafy Take me there. twigs on the ground. You know exactly <sighs> how that smells when, like, the mm. sunshine hits the dirt and the Ooh. twigs crunch beneath your feet. And it's Garcelle a little chill sweater. in the air and you're just sitting down to have a hot latte with your girl. And they look so like cozy. Yeah, it's just cozy vibes, fireplaces, fall crispy air. Mm, can't wait for fall. Yeah. It's gonna be a hundred this week. I'm like No. Mm-hmm. It's starting. Batting down the hatch. <laughs> <Season's> <laughs> She's starting. Startin'. Uh we come up again on a another kill kill me now combo between Lisa and Garcelle. Lisa's like, nice morning, isn't it? I love the ladies' morning looks. Everyone like slouching mm-hmm. up from slumber mm-hmm. they all kind of gather for breakfast except kyle sutton and kathy um they mentioned how the three of them were like partying <laughs> till the wee hours the night before and you cut to kathy just going ah, 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 <laughs> slapping her like just watching kyle getting a kick out of kyle god kick- lover um um sutton's in her room with a face roller, just like rolling her face to heaven and back, trying not to cry because she's harrowed by the drama. Totally. She's Lisa's wearing by a, her own damn self. She is. Lisa Rin is wearing a bucket hat. Yeah. And like weird porn glasses. Mm-hmm. And she's that friend on vacation where like everyone's kind of hungover or mellow. And then she's like, who wants to do yoga with me? And you know, like she's just going to work out every day. And that always makes me mad because I'm just jealous that I'm not working out every day on a vacay. You know who I'm going to model my future friend trips after? Hmm. Kathy Hilton. The best. She's the best attitude on a friend trip that you can have. Just chill as fuck. Going with the flow. Sleeping. Pulling some pranks on people. Keeping distance. Mm -hmm. Not revealing too much. Yeah. And just like vibing. Um, I like Garcelle's like Garcelle is a good vibe approach too. too. Like more, it's relaxed. When Garcelle chuckles, she has a very specific like deep chuckle that I'm like, I want to make her chuckle like that. I want to hang with Garcelle. She's yeah, she is a good hang. She'd be like a great person to like sit on a plane with. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe not because she no actually she and I would freak each other out. (laughs) You would both. There in the opposite directions with like, your sunglasses on, praying for death. Did you hear that? It's like <laughs> Annie Mumolo and Kristen Wiig and Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? 
Um, yeah, Lisa goes, Rena goes to check on Sutton. And I just wrote Sutton is haunted. She's haunted. And they, the women kind of allude to like, well, Sutton does like just have a lot going on emotionally with having just moved. And I think Sutton is probably one of those people who doesn't have ever like too much on her plate that would like drive her to pieces. But like, so things like moving a met from a mansion to another mansion is like deeply emotional for her as like a woman of wealth and privilege. Well, it's very Durant. Remember Dorinda was like, I had, she's like, I had to redo Bluestone Manor. And it's it really flooded. Hard. flooded. Like it's yeah. like that, that it's old, that kind of thing. That old excuse. That's a very, that's become like kind of a new housewives <laughs> excuse for blaming why they're like blackout drunk or yeah. going into manic episodes is, is house drama. It's because their house flooded or yeah. they had to move. Which like, like okay, okay. But you didn't have to actually move. Mm-hmm. You hired people. And I mean, <laughs> it is like a stressful thing. To- new, moving is traumatic, but it's also like, just Stop. move on. <laughs> Here's a move for you. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> you have a literal manner. Yeah. So she's rolling her face with like a face wand, trying not to cry. And Kyle's like, you were being like irrational last night. And she goes, well, let me add irrational to the list of names I've been called. And then Lisa, go- Lisa going down the list of names she's been called was actually incredible. When they got to the end and who called, who goes, bitch and lisa goes wow (laughs) kim that's literally me when someone calls me a name that's my exact response wow (laughs) you beast bitch let's talk about the husband wow remember had enough of you (laughs) i've had enough of you beast and and then eileen goes beast peace how dare you (laughs) (laughs) i need to watch that episode again i miss eileen i know we need eileen wow um sutton i just wrote sutton needs an exorcist she does okay also (laughs) this is skipping forward a tad but one of my pet peeves in life Mm -hmm. is when someone like accuses you of calling them names when you actually have not called them a name like Saying someone was acting irrational is not name calling. Saying someone's acting crazy, not name calling. Saying someone's a crazy bitch, that is name, name calling. calling. Or like an irrational slut, then you've called a name. But like, wow. Wow. But like, get yeah. it straight. People love to do, like, I've encountered <laughs> in my various conflicts with people, have encountered a lot of this where it's like people think that you describing their actions or the way that they are acting and they, they process it as it being called a name. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, that's no not name. what that is. Yeah. So just like actually like look up in a dictionary yeah. or something what name calling truly is and then like let's get back to the conversation. But I don't, let's I think people back. do that a lot. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's... Or my favorite move is, like, you say someone's acting, like, crazy, and then they're, like, don't name call, and then later they're, like, you're a fucking bitch, and then you're, like, well, that's a name call. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, it's, wow. wow. It's, um, you know, it's, a. Uh, I think Sutton is... She's a little victim-y. Listen, this episode, we are really seeing the power of, like, a white woman weaponizing her her white tears a little bit with all this i think it went into more like i agree like i think we did have white 
the white tears have already been weaponized. That clearly didn't work. So, so now, now she's... so now it's true blue jasmine level, just like you're unwell right. meltdown. You're right. Yeah, and like just fra- like fragile and frayed from the house going, and like that kind of maybe works a little bit better. But I think everyone's also like, okay, this is just like a fragile woman spinning out a little bit, and but like, it infects people. It but infects it does, Crystal, and then. Crystal, she has her blue jasmine moment later on. But, but I think Crystal actually, like, I think Crystal, maybe it's like, I haven't, she's like, I, listen, I haven't hung out with people in a while, like, whatever. She gets infected by <laughs> Sutton's, Sutton transfers her. It's like the fever. Yeah, she, like, transfers her cloud, her dark black cloud onto Crystal. And so at the end, Crystal's, like, suddenly, and it's like, Sutton's past. Sutton is like Crystal a, has a case of Sutton syndrome. Sutton has a is a psychic vampire, a little bit. She's kind of a she's a little bit she of an is. energy vampire. She holds people hostage with yeah. her emotions for sure. But we'll get to that. So Crystal Garcelle, and Garcelle go oh, up, just guys, get me under get those me, trees. I would have just honestly just sat there just watching them chill out. Crystal and Garcelle need a little escape. They go to like a great looking latte place and like this woodsy knoll, leafy knoll in the woods of Tahoe. And it just looks really nice. And it's like Halloween time. It's just, oof. Just it's your it. season. Garcelle loves it. She, that's where she chuckles. Yeah. So she kind of is like, Crystal, you know, let, I think you need a space to vent. I'm having a little like Lisa Rinna overwhelming. Like, let's. Let's talk it out, mm-hmm. which is, it's nice. It's like very, a very chill convo. Yeah. And I mean, Kyle did and Lisa were both pretty chill, like straightforward with Sutton where it's like, you just need to apologize to this woman and like move on. And I think Sutton eventually does. She eventually like, un- I don't know if she ever actually fully understands that, but she is able to muster up some sort of apology and then just like transfer all the bad vibes over to crystal she's on the verge yeah of something. A woman, she's a woman on the verge on a boat which is a terrible oh combination <laughs> of things to be i just wrote crystal and garcelle just get in a car now and flee back to la you yeah can be home i was like you can be home by dusk mm-hmm. you can be just if you leave an now uber. call an uber xl and get the fuck out of there but instead everyone is off to the boat i love kathy coming downstairs just jackets galore with a bottle of coca-cola yeah <laughs> ready to boat um she's a little like what her hair she just looks just like look, hmm. i like <laughs> just having kyle expect her little half up half down hairdo like she's just great she was, how does it look <laughs> doogie doogie don't get too relaxed doogie <laughs> um they go on a really amazing looking boat the wow. cap okay this it's is called maybe... the blue wave I have a few things I need to say right now. Tahoe is sixteen hundred feet deep. Wow, and it's max depth, I love and that. it reminds me. So there's definitely a monster in there. Lake Placid vibes. And there's the captain reminded me. Do you remember in Rosemary's Baby that like horrific dream she has where she's like being raped by the devil? Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where she like gets on a boat and there's like a captain. <laughs> That's what he reminded me of. Oh my god! I never even actually looked at his face. Just his vibe reminded me of the Rosemary's Baby Devil Dream. I trust that. He was trying to take them to that devilish lair where they're like, we want the Godfather house. And then he took them to that weird mansion where I was like, I don't even want 
just seeing that mansion that they kind of voted mm-hmm. by, I was Illuminati like, vibes. something ain't right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I just read Dorit is not not in the show anymore. No, she's very she tertiary. It's really weird how she's kind of disappeared. I wonder if she's they're doing like a phase out of her. They might be. I mean, she doesn't bring a lot of drama anymore. She brings some good kind of uh, wow she reaction. brings her new face and some oh. like a wild fashions to the table which i appreciate both but like there's no lucy juicy app lucy goosey apple juicy no teddy no teddy and she's, so without that it's like she's a little go girl girl that's nothing yeah what purpose do, doth she serve well, she has a really good moment at the end that we'll, we won't spoil yet. Yeah. But um, Garcelle goes to Erica. She goes, you talked to Tom? <laughs> and Erica goes, we talked this morning. We talked this morning. And then they talk about like, his, she's like, he's given his life to the law. She goes, he's dedicated his life to being a lawyer, first and foremost. And God bless him for that. God bless him for that. Yeah, I doubt his victims can say the same. (laughs) She's, Erica is, she's unwell right now. Like she, her, her dropping little hints and stuff. I think she's like, she cannot contain anymore the facade. And she's kind of, she's a little blue jasmine. She is. He's, what can I say? He's dedicated his life to the law. First and foremost, it's his first love, his first relationship and his last relationship will be with the law. I love Garcelle going, well, it probably keeps things going. <laughs> like she She's so chill. She cares, but she also doesn't give a shit. Yeah, she's like, she's she knows she's a great small talk person. Mm-hmm. She's just like, talk to Tom today. She makes you feel seen without caring whatsoever. Like she'll remember I feel like she's the kind of person that like remembers people you tell her about. And she'll be like, How's uh, you know. How's your mom? How's Dorothy? Carrie? Mm-hmm. How's Simon? Like, she'll just like, you know what I mean? Like, she yeah. just has that like, I don't know. I just, I really appreciate her. A seagull circles the boat and the ladies all scream and Kathy just takes it in, faces nature head on. She looks right into the seagull's eyes and she goes, ah. And, she just, and she's just sitting there going, I don't know why all these women are freaking out. <laughs> They're all just, she goes, just calm down. She stands regally next to the seagull lands and Kathy is just standing, just looking at it. She knows that seagull. I love it. I love Kyle going, that seagull wants my Chanel hat. I'm like, Kyle, not even a seagull wants that piece of shit hat. (laughs) (laughs) But I just love Kathy holding her her bottle of regular Coca-Cola. Just like going, "Hmm, what are they all? What are you all? What are you broads all freaking out about? Kathy at the seagull is me with bees. Yeah. I go, ah. Love you. Kathy goes, I know you to the seagull. I've known you for years. Yeah. You there's, again. You again, she says. There's something in your eyes. They have a long history, Kathy yeah. and that seagull. Don't worry, girls. They'll, she just loves nature. She does. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sutton. Sutton's Hijacking the crew. In her wild Gucci sunglasses.
if you have a pair of those that specific pair of gucci sunglasses on you are mentally unwell you need to immediately be 5150 strapped to the gurney and taken in for a 72 hour hold straight to cedars straight to cedars she needed to be airlifted to cedars (laughs) in this moment erica uh, this is actually funny erica turns to him and goes looks like she's about to cry again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, because Sutton's sitting there just like pouting with her legs crossed and her little sweater jacket on. She's going and she's like trying. She's like trying to work up the tears. And then she goes, no, I'm just taking in nature. Someone goes, what's wrong? Dorit. <laughs> what's wrong with you? Nothing. I'm just taking in some nature. She asks for Crystal to like for a little private chat. Crystal's like, Crystal actually seems nervous. And I don't know if it's like an incredible power move or if she's actually uncomfortable by Sutton. I think it's a little of both. Yeah. I think she's, I think it is just simply, you know, some people just, it's not in the cards for them to be friends. Like, I just don't think it is what nature intends is for Sutton and Crystal to be friends. And that's totally fine. Yeah, sometimes you're just not going to be friends with someone. Like, I just don't think they're meant to vibe with each other. No, it's fine. But but Sutton's forcing it. Yeah, and now it's going to become, I think that's where a lot of the tension, it seems like, is going to come from this season is because it's like neither of them... Right now, it seems like Sutton's forcing it more than Crystal is, but like neither of them genuinely like each other, nor do they have an interest in being friends with each other. And I think that's okay. Like you can be around someone in a group scenario that you don't like that much and just ignore them. But I think Sutton is a codependent people pleaser who like needs everyone to like her. So she's like, why doesn't this person like me? And Crystal's a mean girl who's like, look at this like when someone's acting freaky like Sutton it's like she can become like the butt of a joke to beautiful Crystal well Crystal's I just wrote Crystal's the wrong person to try this with because she immediately she'll just destroy you with a laugh she'll laugh in your face which she does with Sutton well Sutton's like over explaining her mental state and you just hear you just hear Crystal going oh okay okay and it's like ooh and the more she does that, the more Crystal or Sutton's like groveling. Yeah. And then at one point, Crystal goes, okay. And she goes, oh, well, see, you're laughing at me now. And I'm like, oh, my God. No, that's why when I knew I was like, this, is, this relationship is not going to go anywhere. Because, and then that's when Crystal's like, well, you were being ridiculous. And Sutton's like, see, and I hate name calling. And I'm like, you have not been called a name. Kyle said the same thing to you. Yeah. Like, so you like, were Mar- being ridiculous. You overreacted. Just apologize for getting paranoid and overreacting and be like, that's something I do sometimes. And I'm trying to work on it. And accusing this person of kicking you. Like, you know. She goes, yeah, I've kicked you to try. I was like getting you in on the joke. And like, you said I was. And she's like, well, you did kick me. It's oh. like, get the fucking. Oh, get the fuck over it. Literally. Having deep convos on a boat is never a good idea. I mean, yeah. I'm I don't have as much boat fear as you have, but I'm also just like I just don't I'm sorry, I don't get boat boat culture and I never will. That's fair. That's just me. I love a boat. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I, I it's fun to be out on a boat, but I'm just like I'm not like I'm not like a boat guy. You don't trust it. No, I, I like I went on a boat when I was in Miami. My dad belongs to like a boat, like he rents boats for like a few hours and it's fun. Mm-hmm. But like, 
If someone tries to have like a combo with me in a boat about something deep, I'll just be like, no. No, I mean a boat is like a it should be a place for just enjoyment and celebration. Yeah, this, is, this is like I want like vape lols on this moment. Yeah, this... I don't like I don't I don't want to be confronted on No, a no conference no no too easy for something to go awry. Moving out of your house is not an excuse to act like a crazy person, says Crystal, and uh, that's true. She's right. They go by the Godfather Part Two house, which I loved. I don't think it was that house. It was. The first house they went by was the house in Godfather Part Two. Oh, it was? Because they live in, in the beginning, they live on Tahoe. Oh, I thought he said that we, it's like further north or whatever, and they, we didn't get to see it. No, that like stone. Oh, we did go by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Or maybe they, maybe they just showed a photo of it. I think they just showed a photo of it. Because I was dying to see the Godfather 2 house, but instead we got that lady's haunted mansion. Madame Houdini's like... 37 room mansion of terror. I, know. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. when Erica goes, why didn't we stay there? I was like, do you see that place? Like their haunted. view, whatever they have, like Blood. move me into that fucking house that they're staying in. This house looks literally like you go in, you don't come out. Yeah, there's blood coming out of the walls. Yeah, it's not the one. Erica goes, I'd love to be in that first scene in The Godfather too. You know, one of the girls dancing on the stage. I'm like, they're just cutting all these things to make her seem like criminal. The sketchiest criminal. <laughs> um, I love coming back from a boat ride to an afternoon snack of fresh made cookies and donuts. Yeah. My dream. Dream day. Did Crystal call Sutton Manic later? Or on the boat? I think Crystal calls Sutton Manic. Which I was like, she says, I'm not a doctor, but your, your behavior is a little manic. Oh, I didn't catch that. And I was like, me. I mean, it is, but it's just like, okay. Like you, I think if you find yourself in a situation like Crystal has found herself with Sutton, it's like, okay, you know who this person is and what their deal is by this point. You've had enough of a taste mm -hmm. and it's just like. I mean, just suck it up and deal with it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, if you, like, just hit the reset button and be like, I accept your apology and, like, we'll start fresh. And then just tell yourself you don't need to, like, talk to them anymore. They're just not going to be part, like, it's just not in, in the cards for you guys. And then, like, move on. There's no need to, like, pick at the relationship anymore. Try and, like, position yourself like against them or try and like diagnose them yeah especially just like on a friend trip or just any kind of group trip just the most important thing is just let shit go wait till you're back like just let just just try to keep the peace as much as you can in unless like something is like unbearable but like but this is not nothing that's on happened Tahoe. on this trip is like an unbearable thing like sutton really handled herself poorly in a conversation about race and made a fool of herself made a fool of herself which then i think she got extremely sensitive and insecure about because it's like the last thing she ever wants to feel is like she's left out or like the butt of a joke of everyone and like it's unfortunate but then she kind of apologized she apologized for it in her own way but then it's just like we're all in this show. We're all in this house trying to have a vacation. Let's just, like, move on. She's hijacked the trip. A little bit. It's sad that it takes to the last night for Sutton to, like, get her shit together and be, like, fun-loving. Well, Crystal's not there. 
and she can find like feel like she's not being judged yeah i mean i mean i just don't i don't think Sutton's like a virulent racist you know no, what i mean but she's i think that she and but i think she's threatened by crystal's presence and i think when crystal's not there she like feels like she can like i don't know she was like manically happy on the last night and i was like I don't know. I was like, hmm. well, and then the next day when she speaks to Crystal, I was like, Sutton, you've gone too far in the yeah. other direction. But I think it's just like she really. She was doing some white solidarity. She can't <laughs> handle. I think she just can't handle confrontation, period. No. So I think like the source of this con- conflict she's having is not there. And she feels like, but her mood, the the shift in her mood was so shocking on that last night where she was just like everything's good now i was just like Whoa. and then the next morning i was like she had a look she, had a, she, she was had wearing a, like a trucker hat and that's had, when i knew i was like like something a, ain't right <laughs> she had a glint in her eye a trucker hat is a surefire sign of unwellness i mean sutton just did she needed to be airlifted to cedars like pretty early on in the trip and like it did their conflict did hold everyone else hostage and like was a bummer, but it also was like such, it was the kind of conflict that should have been fairly easy to overcome. We have two, you have people who have big egos. Yeah. Sutton has a huge ego. Mm -hmm. Crystal probably has an ego. And it just is like, damn, like we're going to drag this out. We're going to milk this. And assign more meaning to it than is necessary and like milk it for all it's worth. All these, like if you're on a reality show, you have an ego. Yeah. But I think Crystal was just like, I'm new to this show. I'm darked out. This is like this person I don't know is like saying careless shit about something that's really sensitive to me. Mm -hmm. And she's not taking, she has no, going over her head completely or she's choosing to let it go over her head. And she's, pressing you and pressing you and like wanting to wanting to like wanting to like write it which is a another like that almost is like well it's like on on real housewives of dallas sorry to cut you off what happened on real housewives of dallas because i didn't follow that i didn't they bring in tiffany moon as this doctor she's like she's great she's really cool and she has a really hard time like settling in with this crew and they are like they kind of there's a lot of like microaggressions going on and brandy who got in trouble because she posted a video like before quarantine of her like imitating an asian person on instagram which was and like doing something with her eye like oh my god being like ridiculous and so they bring in tiffany and then brandy the whole season is like i'm really uncomfortable right now and i just need to like so brandy's like forcing tiffany to like almost every episode have like talks with her and like her own insecurity and shame of what she did is she's projecting it onto Tiffany and Tiffany's kind of like, Hey, like I didn't ask for this. Like, I'm not like, please stop using me as like your get out card. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think because every time you bring it up, you force someone else to re reckon with trauma. your action. Yeah. that's like racist and hurtful. Totally. To and like, and it's, she's, this is someone you didn't know when you did it and you're like forcing and she's new it's not her job to like absolve you of your mistake and yeah. your your carelessness and racism. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't think it's as 
but I think Sutton is sort of forcing Crystal to like absolve her. Yeah. In this moment of not only being saying something like insensitive, but also just like of everything else that's been happening. And I think Crystal is just kind of over. I think she's new to this group. She's on a friend trip. She's away from her family. Like she doesn't really know these people except Kathy. Mm-hmm. She's probably a little overwhelmed. Yeah. And a little like I would have like I get it. Why she at the end she's kind of like I'm not coming to dinner tonight because she's she's checked out. I know, but I'm also I was like with Erica when she's like, "Girl, come on." No, I yeah, I. It was like it's the last night. It's the last night. This is your job like mm-hmm. not to be like the boss but it's like you're on a show you're traveling with these women like you signed up this this is part of the job that you signed up for yeah so like come to dinner they're having a dinner so yeah crystal is it, kyle says crystal just texted she's not coming and then they all like kind of have some girl talk and i think kathy asks Who's had a, who's had a nose job? No, someone goes. No, I think Erica. Oh, or who said? I think it was either Rinna or Kathy. I don't think Kathy did because it cut right to Kathy's face and she's going. <gasps> someone asked. She's who's looking had, around. Who's had work done? And everyone goes si- is silent. Goes and, full blown silence. Well, Kyle's like Kyle's honest about it. Well, yeah, Kyle is literally has bandages on her nose still. And they're silent. And then goes, I've never had a nose job. Lies like a bold faced lie. I would cause drama. I would want to cause drama over that. Yeah, that was like I'm. That's very, like a, that's this. like aggressive. That's I'm. I felt offended by that, and I was like, "You are not going to fool me again, and you're not going to like pull the wool over my eyes because we have seen the nose photos exist." <laughs> she has. A How new- can you say that? <laughs> she, when- and Kyle goes, "You know, I think there's a lot of power in makeup, but I." And I know Dorit likes to contour, but... They show a face-to-face, and there's n- just absolutely no way. Not the same person. I mean... She has, a, she has Kim Kardashian's face. Maybe, maybe she hasn't had... Maybe no. she hasn't had a surgical nose job, but has instead done a non-surgical rhinoplasty with fillers and threads. But I highly doubt job. that. She's absolutely had a nose job she's had like a face transplant guys she's had like wild injections probably like a chin implant she doesn't have her face she her has face changed its entire shape she looks like a kardashian she is not the same person and i'm you know what i'm not gonna tell someone what they can reveal or not but like don't try to if you're gonna just don't say anything yeah say nothing but don't try to actively fool us and make it and they and eric is like i had a nose job when i was 41 I love that. And then Kathy goes, I've had a little work done. She goes, I had a little something done. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm also like, well, of course you did because your face is shiny. Like you look like you're fresh off the surgeon's table. You and Kyle probably went in for like some sister surgery together. And Kim. And there's no shame in that. Like I love plastic surgery for people who want it and it makes them feel better. I think it's great. Totally. And I'm obsessed with plastic surgery, but I hate, hate, hate people that get it so obviously and then deny having it. I think it's actually like extremely harmful for people that aren't in the know and just think that suddenly like 
this person just like became beautiful by using cream and like drinking water. Yeah, like Olivia Munn's potato thing. Yeah, like I think those lies are really harmful for people's self esteem. So I agree you with should you. either say absolutely nothing or just be fucking real and be like, yeah, I got a chin implant. I got Botox in my masseters. I got this and that, some cheek implants. Got and a nose Botox, job. And a nose job. And a brow lift. Dorit, you're not fooling and us. And I fucking love every second of it. <laughs> I've never felt better. I know. I would love that. Like, that is like the best thing anyone could possibly do. Because you clearly love your face now. Yeah. You clearly like, Dorit is take it takes such pride in her appearance now. I mean, I guess she always probably has, but it's even more, it's like on crack now. The she level has- of like outfits and glam squad and whatever. And it's clearly like, She's seen a dream true to fruition. She has a mid-Atlantic accent and a new face. Like, this is a woman who's changed most things about her. Yeah. It's o- and it's okay. Just admit it. She's become... She has an accent. The person she so desperately wanted to be, and that's like a righteous transformation. She sounds like Audrey Hepburn. She sounds like e- like a Euro... Like Yeah. She's from, like, North Carolina. She's from Connecticut. She's from Connecticut. She sounds like... She sounds like... She's, like, European. She sounds like a... She sounds like an old Hollywood, like, transatlantic accent where it's like. But with a twinge of, like, it's like she's almost, it sounds like English is a second language. She's from Connecticut. <laughs> she's a white woman from Connecticut <laughs> named Dorit. I love uh, Garcelle going, Dorit, get down here. Yeah. And Dorit going, I won't be coming out of my room if someone calls me Dorit. <laughs> I would be coming out of my room if someone calls me Dorit. It's very Lindsay. Um, they they start having dinner, and Lisa Rinna is wearing wild yellow, uh, smoky eye, <laughs> eyeshadow. That's was, like un. It's like un. It's unwell. I didn't know because when she went swimming, I thought that she had like a wig or like a fall on. So I thought I was shocked that that was like her real hair. I mean, maybe she had the wig glued onto her head or something like that. But I was just like, what? She kind of looks like my Nana. She has minus the lips, like total Nana vibes. But like the, my Nana had brown hair like that, that she died till she did die. Mm -hmm. And she just kind of has my Nana vibes. So Rinna kind of like makes herself, topic of the combo and she just she goes talks about like wanting to kind of start over and she feels like the last year has been a lot of baggage like she doesn't say it but she's talking about Denise and just like that whole fallout and she goes at least Rina goes I've done a lot of stuff not always great and then Garcelle goes I agree <laughs> Sutton also like chimes in to apologize and she goes I think we're all exhausted and I I just love that like Blaming them all just being like we are truly exhausted like i love the idea of these women being simply exhausted <laughs> by their lives they all have really hard lives they literally are just it's been exhausting i love in the middle of 2020 just these wealthy privileged as fuck women being like <sighs> we are i'm at my wits end with exhaustion <laughs> I'm like same. But I also love Sutton putting it on everyone. I think we're all. I think like, it's fair no, to say Sutton, we're I think all you, exhausted. I think you terrorized everyone emotionally for three days I and are trying are to absolve yourself. Exhausting. I think you are. <laughs> you have exhausted 
all of us. Yeah, you have exhausted us, and you are trying to do damage control because it's the last night we're here. Truly, it could have been as easy as Sutton being like, I shouldn't have talked over you. That was really rude, and I made comments that were like completely racially insensitive towards you, and I'm sorry. And then everything could have just been dropped nope. from night, from the, could have done that the morning after. And instead, everyone was held hostage by like Sutton's racism terror. And then the like, her perceiving that she was like somehow the butt of like a long series of jokes for an entire night at a dinner. Sutton had like a full turn of the screw moment in Lake Tahoe, and we all suffered. So now she's saying, I think she's we're all cla- classic. <laughs> so I just think we're all a little exhausted. Classic, like, gla- gaslighter move, just being like, I know you're all very exhausted. Think, but it's safe to say we're all extremely exhausted, all of us. So then Lisa Rinna is like, Yeah, uh, I, she's, like, <laughs> she's like, I agree. I've done some bad things. I messed up with Denise, but she goes, Let me tell you a story. I was talking about this with Harry Hamlin before I left for Tahoe. When Harry Hamlin was young, his, one of his very, very best friends, very best friends, he went to get a drink with him. They had a drink. They had a good night. They said their goodbyes. And that night, I was like, oh, my God, did he die in a car accident? She goes, that night, that friend of his went and raped a woman. She ra- he raped her. And then he, she's like, and then he went to jail. And, and all of Harry's friends said, we need to go visit him. We need to go support this man. And Harry said, you know what? I just can't do it. I can't do it. And that was meant to be her a me- like a metaphor or like a, a, a simile, a similar w- parallel situation to what she went through emotionally with Denise last season. So Denise denying that she had like a lesbian hookup is the equivalent of a dear friend committing rape. I love just the <laughs> casualness with like... Harry Hamlin and I were talking. And then they cut. Dorit actually just, had a great moment. Dorit just goes... Draco's, Draco's, wow, gosh. And then they're all just dead silent. And then we cut to Garcelle in a talking head. And Garcelle goes, I wouldn't share that story ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? They went and had a drink. They had a great time, a beautiful time. They both had a drink. They loved each other. They were best friends. Harry went home. And his friend, he went out and raped a girl. (laughs) (laughs) We, what? What? Pardon? Pardon, Lisa? <laughs> she shouldn't tell that story again. But I love Dorit going, oh, wow, gosh. <laughs> that is a psychotic story to tell. <laughs> so now... <laughs> so now, ever, that's truly an out-of-left-field story. I know. And, like, not the same. And so no. I guess she's just saying because she... She felt like she had... She saw Denise was lying, so she felt like she had to... And then she's like says that she's kept all of Denise's secret, which this is classic Rinna of being like presenting like this like good friend or like good mm-hmm. person. But then also in the same breath being like, I've had years of Denise's secrets. I know all of them, tons of secrets, secrets I would never ever think of ever telling to anyone that I'll never tell. All the secrets, all the darkness. What, like she was being like... Like, but alluding to the fact that this woman just has secrets that are so bad and shameful that she'll never it's like you're still insulting her to this day on television and it's also like you'll like 
at that point, if you're alluding to them, you might as well just tell them because you're smearing this woman either way and making her look like a sketch fall. Yeah, you're like slandering her. And by withholding them, you're actually just like fucking over the viewer. Yeah. And you torch Denise regardless. So Either way, Rena's got to go, guys. I know. She also has like a full Taylor Armstrong in Denver or in the mountains, like where she's in the suitcase. Mm -hmm. She like regresses and jumps in the pool and she's going, come and play with me. Like she's like, I think she's like blackout. <laughs> but also, I love Garcelle just being like, you know, you can keep your mouth shut then, which was a completely valid point. No, never. Rena can't. They all kind of play around. They're all like, well, I guess we all have to like drink now because that just <laughs> killed them. Because she brought like a casual rape story into the movie. I love. Not even casual, just like I have so many questions. <laughs> I know. I'm like, did he set out? to rape from the drink or like what i'm like can yeah. you give us Did like he tell more? harry he was gonna rape someone? like we need way more details than yeah. just like harry went home and he went out and raped a girl i thought <laughs> like, he was gonna say like he was he, gonna say like they, harry, he yeah. died and then harry's like wishes he could turn like you know and like i have to like always make sure every moment i like tell people i care about them. No. I just never saw, I never saw no. it going there. And then it actually brought up way more questions than it answered. But that's her, that's her MO. It's a classic Rinna. I just love Dorit. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Oh that my was God. me too. I was like, oh my word. Kathy. And then they all like start playing pool and getting, drinking cocktails. And Kathy Hilton's just walking around with her bag. <laughs> like her purse is on. I love that. Garcelle. She's ready to go. She's on the move. Erica goes, Garcelle, you look so thin. She goes, really? I look like a stuffed sausage. She's like, I ate so much, I wouldn't take off my thing. She goes, it's all smoke and mirrors. And Erica goes, don't I know if everything in life is smoke and mirrors? She goes, the whole fucking thing is smoke and mirrors. I was like, FBI She's agent's so like. cryptic. FBI agent goes, ching Smoke and mirrors, yeah. they write down. Kathy, yeah, so Kathy's just walking around. Lisa's going, come on in the pool. And then Sutton's like, Sutton's like, I gotta do something to like, I gotta show Make that I'm people game. love me again. I'm game. I gotta be the darling of this crew. So she's like, I'll join you, Rita. Okay, can I just say, I will never understand wooden ball decor culture. Like you know, like those mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wooden straw balls that people love to put into plates and like dishes. Mm -hmm. What is that? I don't know. It's so bizarre, but it's prolific. Like, I think industries, it's like a billion dollar industry, wooden ball decor. Yeah, it's not, it's not an aesthetic that I, that I can validate or even accept. But I feel like in, even in wealthy people's houses, like, someone will sneak a wooden ball <laughs> into the mix. And I also am, like, scared that I'm, like, am I going to age into a place of wooden ball decor? Yeah, like, I love so many things being now in my 30s that I never would have loved in my 20s and never would have thought I would love. And yeah. now is wooden ball decor one of them? Yeah. Where one day just there's a shift and mm -hmm. suddenly I'm, like, God, my life will not be complete unless I have, like, three wooden balls mm -hmm. in, a, in a bowl. Yeah. It's I'm I'm con now I'm worried that I'm that even willing saying it out loud I'm going to like befall it will befall me. Like if you ever I feel like 
there's always a wooden ball lurking in a wealthy person's house. Especially these women. Especially these women. And then it also, it's like, it's like an it orange- crosses all genre of people. It's like Fleur de Lis. Mm-hmm. You won't, you won't catch me with a Fleur de Lis. I, it's truly. What if you're like, I have one upstairs. Fleur de Lis don't bug me they, as much. Orange County Housewives, Fleur de Lis Central. They love a Fleur, but like. I think at Fleur de Lis in like a, an estate that's not in like Orange County is acceptable. Yeah, like France. Yeah, like France where it belongs or like New Orleans. New Orleans. But <laughs> I'm like, I, you will not catch me with like Fleur de Lis. Or wooden balls. Or wooden balls. The day I have a wooden ball, I want you to take it and smash it on the ground. I will. I'll be so mad, but then you'll be like, remember when we, we talked about this? Stop it. Readers, I'm sure a lot of the readers have wooden balls. And I say, I don't get it. Yeah, I disagree with you. Mm-hmm. The next morning, um, well, no. Crystal <laughs> emerges later and sits on a couch with Kyle and kind of vents to her about, like, why she didn't come to dinner. And she's like, she, d- she describes to her Sutton coming in the night before and, like, <laughs> barging into her room while she was on the phone and she didn't have her clothes on. And she was like, well, what are you doing in here? Oh, you're doing something in here. And then to drop her coat off. And Crystal was like, I felt really uncomfortable. I was naked. She kind of violated my boundaries a little. But so. Then the next morning, Sutton goes in wearing like a Von Dutch hat. (laughs) And they're all leaving. And she's like, once again, I'm like, God damn it. She comes in. This is a weird. I like really bumped on all of this because I was like. Crystal's saying, like, when she goes to Kyle, she's saying that this happened the night before. She never brought it up to Sutton on the boat, which was the perfect time to, they were talking and trying to get to the bottom of things. She acted like not only did she not have a problem with Sutton, that she was, like, above Sutton's histrionics, period. And, like, then she skips dinner, comes the next day with this story where she is making it out to be like Sutton barged in on her nude in the most vulnerable of positions, made her feel shamed and weird, and then like left. And I'm like, I am just like, why didn't you Yeah, this speak this feels like I mean maybe it's a she little like, after the fact. She might have just like wasn't able to articulate it, but she so the next morning Sutton comes in when they're all leaving. She's like, I just want to clear the air once more. I was like, oh, Jesus, fuck. fuck. It's like, fuck, leave we this. have cleared the goddamn we cleared, air. We have saged. We you are spent literally days, days clearing, clearing the air. The and it's, air. Just, just, the air's so clear, no one can even breathe no because one, the oxygen's gone. You're not going to win over Crystal. Just give it up and go home. And now Sutton is Von Dutch <laughs> to Helen Batten. She's going. With a trucker hat. And she's, she's reached... Peak mania. It's critical, guys. The status here is critical. <laughs> we are. We hear like the the life she support be sound. Put into a straitjacket <laughs> and carried back in a separate vehicle. She, she needs- should not be allowed in the same vehicle as other yeah. women. Things are cr- static. Code blue. She's, and she's like she's- shifting from foot to foot with a crazy <laughs> smile on her face, being like, "I just want to clear the air." <laughs> and Crystal then, Crystal then is like. Look, I was really uncomfortable and she starts crying and she's like, you came into the room and I like dropped to the floor and you kind of were like laughing and you were like, what are you doing in here? And like made me feel uncomfortable and I felt very vulnerable and you, you kind of violated my personal. And then Sutton goes, oh, oh, that wasn't my intention. I'm so sorry. 
But that I, I think you might have misinterpreted what I'm like, oh God. This it's- was okay. I truly don't I don't think that Sutton she knocked on the door. Crystal was inside the bathroom. It was like this is a little this is a yeah, little bit like, I agree. I was like, this is like a girl's trip. Like she wasn't Sutton's done a lot. I mean, you can be mad at her about a lot of stuff. Yeah, you like, have literally like handfuls of things. The, I mean, this is she knocked on the door, and if you're naked, you can say, Hold on one minute, please. It's not like you didn't like Crystal was like, I dropped I dropped to the floor, clutching my body on the floor. Like, what what are you what do you think is happening right now? Yeah, the way she described it was like in the beginning of Carrie when they're all throwing tampons at her. Yeah. I'm and like, she, you are changing like we're all on the same trip together. She's like just, you're changing the bathroom. You could be like She's now like looking back on it and like when it's like once you see someone in a certain light, like everything they do is an offense. Yeah. And she is now like. It's through the has, eyes of like now this white woman wanted to come and like terrorize me in a subtle way. And which she has and she has legitimate reason a, to be upset with her. And she was legitimately like racially insensitive and racist. And like, but I, I know. Yeah, this was like I was confused. But of course, Sutton's not going to handle it. <laughs> well, Sutton handles it in a manic way of being like. I totally didn't mean to do that. Like, I d- it was really not my intent. And then it goes into, like, overcompensating by being like, I'll carry your bags. You might get flowers from me. That's just what I do. And it's like, oh, my God. I was, like, cringing. I was like, Sutton, you just need to stop. Like, the coat, giving the coat, I think, was truly, like, Sutton's attempt at an olive branch to be like, hey, I brought your coat from the other room, which is a psychotic thing to do because it's like, <laughs> No one gives a shit, nor did they ask for you to bring their coat yeah. to them. But I understand where she's coming from, where you make those moves that you you assign meaning to these moves that are just like whatever. This is a lesson, though. If you are if, if you're trying really hard to get someone to like you and that's just not happening, just stop. Just do back less. away. Less yeah. is way way more. Less is incredibly. Everything more. you do will be an affront to this person, and it, you're not going to win. And then and they'll start to get literally terrified of you to the point where they feel the need to drop, stop, drop, and clutch in yeah, your presence. Look, <laughs> I un- I can honestly, when you're like f- kind of freaked out by someone, and they come in, and you're like, I can maybe see why she got all like. She was actually. Now I'm getting a little. This is a little bit Kelly Ben Simone. With the Bethany, like, <laughs> when she sees the gift basket and she's like, what is that? And then just weeps on the bed. It's the kind of the parallel situation where... I think Crystal was pushed to this brink and is now, like... She's like, this person's trying to destroy me. And but she, all this is going to get forgotten in a, oh, in yeah. a second. Because right from this psychotic <laughs> interaction with Von Dutch behavior, we cut to a, a f- amazing timestamp four days later. It's a election morning, so you're like already like. I was ah! triggered. And then Kyle is, has fresh bandages on her face, and they they get a text. They all get a text. I want to read this text because I look forward to the day when I can send this to all my acquaintances mm-hmm. as well. From Erica Girardi at nine fifteen a.m. Ladies. I truly consider you my close friends, and this is why I'm reaching out to tell you that I filed for divorce this morning. Thank you for supporting me. This will be tough. And all the women FaceTime each other. And first you see Dorit and she goes, her acting is so terrible. She gets a text. She goes, what? 
they all are oh. really putting on the act oh, in this like FaceTime. What? Dorit goes, oh my God. <laughs> what? What? Oh. Such a terrible. Oh, so terrible. What? <laughs> they so literally, that is the entirety of their conversation is yeah. them just going, what? Did you? What? What? Did you? What? Know? What? Oh, Whoa. tell me no. God, what? Say nothing more. Did you know oh, about this? What? What? Oh, no. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. What? Oh, wow. I had no. <laughs> this... <sighs> what are we going to do? So now we're. And then it, it's another to be continued. I also was confused in this episode at the beginning because they left the last episode in a place of to be continued. The last now this is the third we've just episode. been continuing nonstop. but no. so when this episode didn't open up with crystal bar- or with Sutton barging in on crystal clutching her body in prote- i love i dropped to the floor clutching my body in protection from Sutton with the coat like get a grip lady but like i i spent the whole episode being like am i watching the right thing like i thought we were continuing this with the this third like, episode yeah they really did a poor job of continuing the story. <laughs> I, I had a sudden moment. The first group trip I went on with Simon and his brother and his friends for their birthday. You were the sudden of the trip. Well, I had, I didn't really know his, his best friend that well yet. Johnny who's mm-hmm. now like one of my close friends. His yeah. Twin. And I was like, wanted to do everything right. And we went to dinner and I wanted to pay for it. And I forgot to tip. <laughs> and, and then I realized it. And then I was like, Oh, oh, oh. And no. I was, and I was like really upset. And I was like, they're going to, uh, and I like started freaking out. And they were like, it's okay. And I was like, no, I got a tip. And I like pulled Simon inside. And I was like, they're going to think I'm, I'm not a tipper. And I don't want that now. And I was just like freak. And it was like, I had to like pull myself out of it. And it ended up being fine. But it's like, it, it's, it happens. But it's sudden- hard if you're racked with anxiety to like control that. And but not sudden. let it bleed into every other interaction that you have, on, especially when you're stuck in a house with a group of people and you can't just like go home and decompress. But Sutton took it this. She took non-chill friend trip vibes to a a whole new level. To a hell to the ninth circle of hell to Event Horizon. She's where we where had we're the whole going. Spectrum we spectrum of a yes. <laughs> Where we're going, we won't need eyes to see. That's where Sutton That's was. Sutton in her Gucci sunglasses on the boat with just her legs crossed, staring into the abyss. Yeah. I love she went from totally zip-up silent to then manic, synchronized swimming, put on a trucker hat. Oh, yeah, her and Rena synchronized swim. Which I actually liked. I was like, damn, they got it going on. Yeah. They did a great job. Look. Then putting on a trucker hat, trying to go clear the air again <laughs> i can't with a clearing the air is fucking clear just leave me alone like you've gone so insane that you cause this other woman to go to a place of naked clutch for safety it's fucked up <laughs> it is really Sutton fucked is up. Sutton needs to like i hope she slept for like a week when she got home and just cleared got someone to come over and just energy clearing got a shaman and also to come just, like, over. therapy no, I just can't keep doing the the bonda. <laughs> like very web shots, like mm-hmm. natty light party with like a a hat. Mm. Yeah, it's really a terrifying twist. Hey, I'll I'll carry your luggage if you want. I'm like a bellhop. <laughs> I'm like the house elf. 
you might get flowers that's just what i do (laughs) i've been on a friend trip where i've gone total crystal vibes thinking like someone's trying to like kill me essentially when they're just like really not when i'm like it's not that big of a deal carrie I love if someone (laughs) if I was on a trip with someone and I knocked on the door and they said come in and I went to give them their coat and they were clutched they were fully nude clutching themselves like shaking with terror on the corner of the floor I'd I'd be like I'm so I'm so like is everything okay like I'm so sorry and that Sutton didn't track that but I think that's why Sutton was like whatever you're doing in here and then just left because she was so weirded out because it's like they have had so much beef like I guess Sutton was just hoping that Crystal would be like oh my god thank you so much for bringing my coat to the room from the living room that was incredibly I've I've never had someone just like bring my jacket from one room to another for me that's beautiful so generous of you for taking the time out of your night the galaxy brain of thinking that is going to (laughs) solve your racist indiscretion your like but also thinking that's coat. what you need to do to like after you've had multiple conversations with this person and like it's just like let it go but like the and then walking in like Sutton thinks that that's what's gonna happen and then she walked into literally a terrified naked woman sh- shivering and crystal was cl- shaking clutching she was recalling- clutching her naked body in the And then I guess the only thing Sutton could do is go, okay, here it is. Now you can get back to whatever you're doing. <laughs> Listen, though, Sutton has, she reaped what she sowed. I know, she- but also I, I could see where Sutton would think that that is just something, like she wouldn't process it as like this woman's terrified of me. It's just like this woman is doing like a wild ritual in the bathroom. <laughs> her nightly, her nightly routine. Sutton, ever the polite Southern woman. Oh, She's well, like, oh. This- well, I'll just let you get back to whatever it is you're doing in here. Like, <laughs> it's both two Deranged. people that are fully on just, like, completely yeah, different passing, planes. Like, <laughs> they're truly passing ships. They are. <laughs> there have never been two ships passing harder than these two women. Well, oh, well have good luck doing whatever you're doing. Here's your coat, then uh, you can go carry on with carry whatever on it is with you're your, doing in your here. task. Oh. Crystal just clutching herself, praying that suddenly, <laughs> literally not even trying to take a moment to be like, not right now, you can come back in a little bit. Or like, not right now, I'm naked, just a second. Just going into like a knock equals full drop to the floor, clutch and pray <laughs> for her leave. I'm dead. The histrionics and the drama. <laughs> I can't. I'm crying. <laughs> if you ever get to a place of clutch or a place of coat, you've gone way too far and you need Crystal to just. Crystal's under both examples of like, if, if you've gone <laughs> to either place in this moment. You need to just take a moment and like open a breathing app. So, I've done that before though, like bringing something to someone, being like, oh, yeah, they're like, like they're going to love this. Thanks. I fucking hate your guts. Yeah. I'm like, okay, literally get away from me. <laughs> I'm just, you know what? That's it. I'm going to bring her her coat. 
because she that's says that. what, she, goes, she goes that is what ladies do on a girl's trip meanwhile kyle and uh kathy's like kyle's like this isn't gonna end well and kathy's just like <laughs> kathy's like blah, 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 blah. whatever and then <laughs> not getting oh my god is this is this my coat that was in the living room <laughs> I'm so wow. Wow. I'm I was gonna, absolutely touched I was gonna by be, this. I was going to be up all night. I was so worried about having left it out there. Thank you so much. You've, for... you've stopped a sleepless night for me. <laughs> kept... And instead, Crystal went to a place of clutch and then a place of just sitting in bed, shaking all night, not being able to even fathom the, the horrific events that unfolded just mere hours, hours prior. Waking up. <laughs> waking up, remembering the clutch. Sutton, by the way, that night slept on the ceiling. <laughs> she ascended and then just slept in the corner of the ceiling. She watched watch like, the whole house. Like hereditary. Tony Collette. <laughs> hereditary style. Oh, my God. Well, Crystal, I want like an actual movie of like the like Crystal went into a horror. She lived in a horror movie that night. I I like I for one, of, this is the drama I want, so I'm happy about it. <laughs> Me too. Of Sutton, it's like Crystal's just like you know taking off her makeup, like doing some like iPads, like just admiring like her body and being like, wow, like we've come, like this has been a hard trip, but like here I am, just like decompressing, having my nightly beauty routine and. Like, oh, it's all behind me. And then she hears just like slowly like. And then there's just like knock, knock, knock. And she turns around in terror. And then. And then she goes. No. And Sutton goes. goes. Hi. Oh, I love your jacket for you. And, <laughs> and she just goes, <laughs> and then crawls up onto the wall and goes, <laughs> spins her head around and then leaps onto. They control. literally, actually, that is probably what happened. Like what Crystal has seen, we will never know. Because what took her, she went to a place of clutch, like Sutton went Something full had to have Pennywise happened. in that bath. It's like the devil's advocate when all their faces suddenly turn to like. Yeah, when they're in the fitting room and the girl, like the, like one of the wives puts like a beautiful silk dress on and like the demons are like crawling, trying to get out of her skin. And Charlize is like, oh my God. <laughs> Charlize was in a place of clutch and devil's advocate. Sutton just quickly went. Yeah. What's wrong? Oh, I'll just leave you. Sutton threw up blood all over Crystal while Crystal was cowering in the corner. And then Crystal was left. That's why she couldn't come to dinner. She was just cleaning up blood. All yeah. this, the blood <laughs> threw up all over her. Oh, these ladies. Well, I love it. For, get ready for next week's bombshell revelations about the Girardi. The Girardi the separation. Demise, the Girardi empire. Guys, let us know what you think. Are you... Has Sutton gone... Have you ever been in a place of Von Dutch Sutton? <laughs> and have you ever been in a place of clutch on a friend trip? Yeah, let us know. Subscribe to the Patreon for a bonus episode. Patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. You'll get bonus episodes and more. And ad-free episodes of the pod. Follow Laura at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at E. Cario. 
and we will be back. You will. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.